Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show with Brian Bonner. The finest uncooperative conservative radio on the net. Kicking down the walls. Blowing away the smoke screens. You cockroaches. And you know who you are. You can run, but you can't hide. Brian Bonner stands for truth, justice, and the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative Radio is coming for you. The Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from UncooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening to UncooperativeRadio.com. And I'm here with my lovely wife and producer, Susan. Say hello, Susan. Hello, American Patriots. I think it's good. I do, too. Just keep an eye on it. Okay. So, what are we talking about this evening? Well, we start the show with the Pledge of Allegiance. Then, what is the UN up to now? The Illegal Alien Invasion Report. Our military heroes, regulations suck, and a beautiful example of American defiance in World War II if we get to it all. Yeah, if. Yes, if. (laughs) It's really cold today. And yesterday was the equinox, right? Yep. The winter solstice. Yes. We're starting to brighten up. That means it gets light for us in the Northern Hemisphere. It's getting light more and more every day. Which is a good thing. Which is a wondrous thing. All right. <clears throat> Hands over heart, face flag, you don't flag, get a flag or make one. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Oh, goody, we start off with something that's sure going to make you angry. I think it'll make you angry. I don't think it's loud enough. Oh, goodness gracious. Just turn it up a little bit. They, that You know, it, there's no numbers on the dial, so you just got to adjust it. And you adjust it by clicking, holding, and pushing forward to make it go louder, backward to make it go lower. I just turned it up. I'm just helping you out here. You look confused. All right, what is the UN up to now? From CNSNews.com. Sorry, I'm a little plugged up. Not for the first time, the United Nations is getting appeals from Chicago to step in and help deal with a crisis. This time, the Windy City's staggering levels of violent crime. Okay, I keep doing this, and I'm tired of talking about it for over a decade now. Uh, Local and state governments may not go into agreements with foreign nations. It's right in the Constitution. Uh -uh, Can't do it. No. It's illegal. So why are we allowing... Chicago to ask the U.N. for anything. They're not allowed. And 
I don't want UN peacekeepers on my soil. I can't believe Donald Trump would agree to it. He probably doesn't know yet. Well, they say they're saying that they're already on the ground, but this article's say you know it's like they're asking. I've been reading nothing but articles about how they're there. So I don't know what's going on. I don't know what date this article's from. Anyway. One of 17 individuals elected into the Cook County Board of Commissioners, Democrat Richard Boykin, flew to New York City on Thursday for talks with senior UN peacekeeping official proposing that the world body deploy blue helmets in Chicago to deal with what he called genocide. First of all, we're not even allowed to use our troops for that. Posse comitatus. Look it up. So they can't use U.S. forces on U.S. soil. They certainly can't use foreign soldiers on U.S. soil. And uh, I think I, I think this has to be made aware of to Donald Trump if this is a real thing. I don't know if it's a, I, I mean, I know it's a real thing. They went and asked because they're progs. But, and they don't care about the Constitution. They've never read it. Don't understand it. Don't want to. Don't care. Dislike it. It lives, it breathes, it means whatever they want. But Chicago Police Superintendent Eddie Johnson, while giving a nod to Boykin's energy, reminded the commissioner that the U.N. has no jurisdiction on U.S. soil. Thank you. I appreciate the commissioner's energy and his anxiousness to help reduce the gun violence in Chicago. I can tell you how to reduce the gun violence in Chicago. I've been saying it for many, many years now. Just arm the people. Arm the people. Arm everyone. Let them shoot it out. It'll get over for it it'll get over real quick. Because the bad guys are outnumbered by the good guys. And sooner or later, they're all gonna die. And then there won't be any more gun violence. See how that works? Guns, more guns, not less. More speech, not less. Same thing. More liberty, not less. Here we go. They really have no jurisdiction in this country. Uh, Johnson suggested that Boykin's energy could be better spent building bridges and relationships in the city and with our local partners, state partners and federal partners here to address violence. Boykin said before flying out from O'Hara International Airport a day earlier that he was hoping to appeal to the U.N. to actually come to Chicago and meet with victims of violence, and maybe even possibly help out in terms of peacekeeping efforts. No. Yeah, I know. He's he, he's an idiot. He can do all that he wants, but they have to get permission from the, from the national government first, and they're not going to get it. He said Chicago's leaders had failed to protect the community against violent crime, and suggested that the UN represented a higher authority than elected U.S. officials. Excuse me? See, I told you, progs believe that nonsense. They do. They think that's our government. Uh-oh, now I'm a little too too loud. Uh, where was I? Higher authority. Kiss my... It, it's no, no wonder you believe or suggested that the UN represented a higher authority than the elected U.S. officials, but they don't. If we can't get it done here, you can't get it done because of your asinine anti-gun laws. Every 
city that has banned guns is rife with violent crime. New York City, Chicago, D.C., Los Angeles, San Francisco, on and on it goes. Every one of them have unbelievably high gun violence. All the places where people are allowed to carry concealed weapons and carry open and have firearms without having to beg the government, well, all their violent crime went down. They have very little violent crime now. That's because cops can't be everywhere, and we can't afford to pay enough cops to be everywhere. Ahead of his scheduled meeting with the UN's Assistant Secretary General for Peacebuilding Support, Oscar Fernandez hyphen Taranco. I dislike hyphenated people. I think that's why I dislike Mexicans. Because they have too many names. I'm like, really? Uh, you only need two names in this country. First and last. I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, so he's from Argentina. Oh, yeah. They know how to do things better over there. Yeah. He, he must know everything about peace building and all that stuff because, after all, Argentina is a wondrous place. So this idiot is going to ask somebody from a third world hellhole to help. Correct. Because he's the secretary general for peace building. Anyway, uh, Boykin spoke of minority populations in Chicago being decimated. By whom? You chased all the police away. You didn't want their help. Now you want the UN peacekeepers to come in? You want a military force? By the way, that would be the uh, state guard you should be looking to your governor for. Not going to the international globalist government that's been set up up there that looks like it has power. It spends a lot of money, but it doesn't have any power at all. In the United States. Zip, zilch, and nada. Anyway, they're being decimated. Uh, well, by whom? By their fellow black citizens? Yeah, that's whom. Don't know what to tell you. Maybe you shouldn't have voted Democrat so many times. You're still doing it. You're that stupid. Stay on the plantation, blacks and browns. Keep voting Democrat. Stay on the plantation. Stay in the ghettos. The new plantation. If, look, no one until you wake up and understand, you need to engage with the real world out here and, and not say, I'm not working for Whitey. I'm not getting a job because my ancestors were slaves. Whatever your excuse is, I don't care. Uh, as long as you live that way, you will live in a hellhole called the ghetto. Get a job, get off welfare, work for the man, actually put some money away for your children. Those things uh, are things that doesn't get done in the ghettos. That's what needs to be done just to be a normal, productive member of society. They're not. They're just leeches. And And they complain about their housing. Well, here's an idea. Buy your own house. Stop living off my money. Rent your own apartment. Then you can live wherever you want. You don't have to stay in Chicago. Why would you want to stay in that hellhole anyway? Oh, because blacks want to stay with blacks. And I'm telling you, that's the way it is. I've never seen a more racist group of people in my life. They really do not want to be around Whitey as a whole. They want to be by themselves. They'd love to have their own black states, just like the white supremacists want their own white state. There's no difference between the two. 
And they pretty much have their own state in every ghetto now, don't they? And we pay for that. And we pay for their medical care, their clothing, their dental, their housing, their food, their television, their cable, their computers, the Obama internet. phone. Obama phones. On and on it goes. They don't pay for anything. They take, 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 and take. And they feel they're entitled to it. That's the problem. <clears throat> Until they wake up, they're going to be stuck underneath the boot of Sharpton. The likes and ilk thereof. <clears throat> Where was I? Um, There is a quiet genocide taking place in too many of our communities, he said. 80% of those who are being killed by gun violence are African American. No, they're not. They're Americans that happen to have black skin. And I guarantee they're not all from Africa, which is a continent anyway, not country. No other race, no other race of people do this. If you're Irish American, you're okay. You're an Irish American. I don't like hyphenated, but uh, I like to say American of Irish descent. If you, if you want to say you're you're black of Guianan descent, that I get. Taking credit for a whole continent, not a chance. There are different. There are completely different tribes within one state that look different, act different, think different, behave different. Again, Africa is a continent. Stop letting, stop making them dumb me down. So we must protect these population groups, and that's what the United Nations does. Oh, yeah, really? They're, no. They're refugees. They're, you better send them to the continent of Africa. There's more problems there. <clears throat> the UN rapes people. <laughs> They're a peacekeeping force. How come every place they go isn't peaceful? Ever. Ever. Bosnia, still there, not peaceful. Oh, they don't report anything, but you know it's not peaceful. There's half half of the Muslims. The ones they were trying to get rid of in Bosnia-Kosovo war that we went over there, turned out they were trying to kill Muslims. And we stopped them and protected the Muslims, many of which have attacked us and our soldiers. But lefties think, oh no, Muslims, Islam's a peaceful religion there is nothing peaceful about islam until islam takes completely over and then there's peace because well nobody nobody's fighting anymore they won so technically that brings peace but peace through massive violence uh boykin said you and peacekeepers have been able to keep help in places like africa no, there's no peace in Africa. And abroad. Abroad where? Where I haven't seen the UN peacekeepers go any place that ended up peaceful. Not one. List one. Go ahead. We are a peaceful country. We're not having a civil war. Blacks killing blacks in the ghetto. Poor blacks killing blacks. Is that the problem with the blacks? Not us. We're not killing them. The white police aren't killing them. White soldiers aren't killing them. White granddaddies are only killing them in self-defense. Uh, I don't understand. What? Where? Where is this problem that the peacekeepers can help with? Again, they can't. Guns is the answer to Chicago and every other hellhole. Arm everyone. <clears throat> <clears throat> 
that's, I guarantee you it'll end up peaceful. Because the bad guys, just by attrition, they'll just go, they'll be going away. There's more, there's more people that aren't criminals in the ghetto than there are criminals, despite what you may think. I worked seven years there as a, as a New York City paramedic. I happen to know from what I talk about. That's right. You can't call me a bigot because I am informed. Learn what the word means. Where was I? And they've sent troops in and sent forces in to help protect minority and vulnerable populations. And so, quite frankly, I think the same can be said here for here in Chicago. But. Sorry, but no, we actually have a government. The government makes these decisions, not you. Here's an idea. Get your people to go to work. Anyway. Last March, UN Secretary General Antonio Gutierrez, in an annual report, said, Why, what's with all the Spanish people in charge of that? The Spanish countries to contribute squat to the UN. Why do they even get to, to be on anything or say anything? Their country's a crab, and they're putting them in charge of the world. You see what's the problem here? The left wants failed leaders to lead the whole country, the whole world. These are failed people from failed countries. They shouldn't even get a vote. So anyway, on the annual report said there had been 145 known cases of sexual abuse and exploitation by UN peacekeepers during 2016, involving 311 victims, mostly women and girls. The most common offense in 62 cases was child rape. So this idiot mayor wants to have his people not only killed, raped. raped. Maybe he should have read the report, Brian. Or I, I don't think he reads anything. We feel certain that not all cases are reported, the report said. This is the first time in recent years that supplicants from Chicago have turned their eyes to the UN. In 2013, the Midwest Coalition for Human Rights called on UN officials to investigate planned school closures on the occasion appealing to UN human rights officials in Geneva, based on the argument that the closures would amount to human rights abuses. No, being in the indoctrination centers is a human rights yeah, abuse. It is, and government schools are unconstitutional. No federal money is allowed to flow into the states or the people thereof. That includes public schools. <clears throat> so you have no right. To a public school. It closes because it has to close. Frankly, they all should be closed. I say keeping them open is a human rights violation. Because they're damaging our children's brain. And that's every public school everywhere. But they're doing the job the UN wants them to do. So, Anyway, we're still going to give me room. The appeal was addressed to... <clears throat> the three UN specialists, the mandate holders for the right to education, there is none, minority issues, and contemporary forms of racism. Wow. We don't have a problem in the U.S. with any of that. 
The only reason there's racism is because black people are racist. And most brown people that are illegal aliens are also racist. Oh, you just pay attention to what comes out of their mouths. They hate whitey. Go home, gringo. Go home, Eurocentrics. This is our home, moron. You're an illegal alien. You go home. Oh, my God. How did that just turn off? I have no idea. No. Well, you know, I don't see you jumping up to check on it. I, I can't do anything to it. I'll just have to go on with the show. Okay. Jump in my seat. I will. Feel free to talk about the UN in Chicago. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um... We have, ah, 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 your earbud, your earbud, your earbud. We have a little crisis here of uh, electrical type. Uh, so bear with us, ladies and gentlemen. Brian is going to go check on it. And I will continue the story. Okay, so the Midwest Coalition for Human Rights, which comprises more than 50 groups in 2011, provided information to the U.N., Committee Against Torture on the Alleged Torture of African-American Criminal Suspects by Members of the Chicago Police Department. Are you freaking kidding me? I read this already, but still, it's, it is, it's just incredible that they just keep claiming the same stuff over and over and over again. So now because we, uh, we don't want to listen to them and we don't trust them and we don't, don't think that their allegations are correct... They decided that they're going to go to the U.N. for it because we're not paying attention to them. In 2012, it filed submissions with a U.N. committee that oversees countries' compliance with the International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights relating to the treatment of prisoners, including juveniles. Wow. Beyond Chicago, in 2012, the NAACP appealed to the U.N. Human Rights Council to investigate what it called racially discriminatory election laws in the U.S., especially those affecting people with felony convictions. Okay, so what now? Um, because the convicts weren't allowed to vote? Didn't Obama get voted in twice? Two times. Two times. What what was racially discriminatory about that? Two times. When an NAACP delegation addressed the HRC in Geneva on these issues, those listening included diplomats from countries where citizens have no meaningful vote at all, such as Cuba, China, and Saudi Arabia. In 2013, Rainbow Push Coalition President Jesse Jackson, I mean, these guys just keep popping up. When are they just going to go away forever? Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton, just go freaking away already. Called for the HRC to investigate the Trayvon Martin shooting and to determine whether the U.S. is upholding its obligations under international human rights laws and treaties. We, you have no, you have no constitutional right to talk about treaties at all, or our laws, Jesse Jackson, to anybody in any other country. You have none, zilch, zero, nada. You don't decide that. 
That is a Senate which they they gave up their friggin' power again because they're morons. But that has to do with the federal government. That is actually one of the few things and few jobs that the federal government is supposed to do. Of course, it does everything else but that, but that is what it's supposed to do. And with that, we're going to go to a commercial break. This is the Uncooperative Radio Show. We will be right back. You live here? Yes. Well, maybe you know what a zombie is. When a person dies and is buried, it seems there are certain voodoo priests who, who have the power to bring him back to life. Horrible. It's worse than horrible because a zombie has no will of his own. You see them sometimes walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. You mean like Democrats? What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the term lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. Sample rate cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. Hey there, did you know that with a bachelor's degree, on average, you could make almost twice as much over a lifetime than a person with just a high school diploma? It's true. According to the 2012 U.S. Census Bureau, college grads with a bachelor's degree make almost twice as much as high school grads. Now, going back to school is easier than ever at Independence University. Log on and complete coursework from the park or the beach or even your couch watching the kids. And Independence University gives you the tools, a free tablet and laptop for undergrad students to use and keep when they graduate. That's right. Get a laptop so you can go to college from anywhere. Take the first step to a new career in business, information technology, healthcare, or graphic arts. Call to find the online degree program that's right for you. And you could be on your way to increasing your earning potential. 800-797-1256. 800-797-1256. That's 800-797-1256. You have no idea. I've got an idea. I got an idea. I got an idea. What's the big idea? Do you have an idea for a new product or a phone app? Well, now is the time to make your idea a priority. Get it off the ground fast and call Davison. We have over 25 years' experience helping big idea thinkers like you turn your ideas into products and apps that are found in retail stores and online. It's simple to get started. Call now and ask for our free Big Idea Starter Guide. We'll show you how to get started and protect your idea and show you the steps to get your killer idea in front of a corporation that can help you grow your dream. Dream big and be big. Call Davidson now for your free Big Idea Starter Guide. 
Driver Guide. Davidson charges fees for services. 800-213-9257. 800-213-9257. If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813. This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home for a simple rate as low as $19.99 a month. For real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happens. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For as low as $19.99 a month with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. 800-218-9520. Call now. That's 800-218-9520. Okay, and welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show, our half of one. Brian took care of the crisis. <laughs> yeah, electricity's back on. Where was I before? So rudely interrupted. Well, and I finished it all about the NAACP going to the UN. I mean, Chicago's gone to the UN like four times already. Well, are you counting the NAACP as Chicago? Yeah, of Chicago. Jesse Jackson's the president. Really? Yep. And really? <laughs> He's the president? Yep. Jesse Jackson. Yes. Oh, you got to turn it down. I know, but it was in that paragraph up there. You can just read it real quick. Right there with Jesse Jackson. Yep. Oh, in 2013, Rainbow Push Coalition? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the president of Rainbow Push Coalition. That's not what you said. <clears throat> it called for the HRC to investigate the Trayvon Martin shooting like there weren't enough people investigating uh-huh. a non-issue to begin with. And determine whether the U.S. is upholding its obligations on international human rights laws and treaties. I don't, ha- you know what? I, no treaty. I don't remember ratified treaties with the United Nations. I just don't. Yeah, that's what I said too. Who the hell do these people think they are? They don't have any power over treaties. That's up to the Senate. And they even gave up their power. No, you can't. That's what 
that's what I'm. T- that's what I said back then, and I'm saying it now. They can't give up their power. The legislation they passed is unconstitutional and therefore void. If you need to change the Constitution, you have to amend it. Do I have to turn it into a song? I think we do. <laughs> the Senate keeps it every day. We could do that song. Yep. Anyway, you got to keep them in the Senate. See how he said this? All right. Moving along from World Net Daily on December the 21st, 2017, yesterday, <laughs> the UN United as one to stand against one city on the planet. Jerusalem. 25 centuries earlier, the prophet Zechariah wrote these words from the Lord. I will gather all nations against Jerusalem for battle. Zechariah 14.2 Did the United Nations just move us one step closer to fulfilling this ancient prophecy? Before answering this question, let's look at the events on the ground. First, the UN once again distinguished itself for hypocrisy by targeting Israel for criticism, specifically Americans, America's support of Israel, while remaining silent on so many issues of world importance. What has the UN been doing during the horrific war in Syria? Where has the UN been during the attempted genocide of Christians in the Middle East? Decades earlier, what did the UN have to say about Tenement Square in China or Saddam Hussein's chemical warfare against the Kurds? Yet when America recognizes Jerusalem as Israel's capital, the UN is in an uproar. <clears throat> Good. Pull out. Kick us out, the UN. Kick us out. Kick us out. Can you do that? Kick us out, please. I'll, I'll keep bugging Trump to pull us out of the UN because I want out of all world government entities, all of them. Let the rest of the world, which is the majority of it, pay for it if they want it, use, utilize it if they want to. I really don't care. But I don't want to fund it because that's unconstitutional. There's nothing in the Constitution as Congress to dip in the Treasury for paying for a world body of any kind. As I noted previously, groups like UNWatch.org have documented the UN's constant policy of singling out Israel for rebuke and condemnation while virtually ignoring atrocities committed on mass scale by other nations, including Israel's neighbors. To give one case in point, during the UN General Assembly's 61st session, 2006-2007, The time spent by ambassadors on enacting the 22nd Anti-Israel Resolution of the Year was time not spent on passing a single resolution on Sudan's genocide in Darfur. So, while Sudanese Christians were being slaughtered in mass by Muslim evil soldiers, Muslims are evil, Islam is evil, and gangs, the UN General Assembly spent its time enacting 22 anti-Israel resolutions. 
In 2015, as noted by Israeli journalist Noga Ger Araya, at the closing of the 59th UN Commission on the Status of Women, only one political resolution was passed, one that accuses Israel of mistreating Palestinian women in all aspects of life. A similar resolution was passed in 2016 by the same UN Commission. What do you think? Was UN vote on Jerusalem a fulfillment of prophecy? Sound off in today's World Net Daily Poll. So, of all the nations on earth, only Israel was singled out for its alleged mistreatment of women. That's why Abba Ivan, Israel's legendary diplomat, once remarked, if Algeria introduced a resolution declaring that the earth was flat and that Israel had flattened it, it would pass by a vote of 164 to 13 with 26 abstentions. Second, in anticipation of UN vote, the United States handled things exactly as it should have, with a strong word of rebuke and warning. After all, in anticipation of the UN vote, the United States handled things exactly as it should have, with a strong word of rebuke and warning. After all, different international leaders did not simply called President Trump and say, you know, their English is so astoundingly wonderful. We strongly differ with your recognition of Jerusalem. Instead, in the most public forum available, 128 nations stood together to condemn America for doing was what right and righteous. Holy God. I did not write this stuff, folks. I'm really reading it correctly. Declaring our decision null and void. They declared our decision null and How could they? We still recognize Jerusalem as the capital. We're going to move our embassy to Jerusalem. What do we care what 128 countries think? doesn't matter. You can't say it makes us declaring it null and void because we're going to do it. Don't. You just moved that whole wall. I watched you. Nikki Haley's words to the UN before the vote said it all. To its shame, the United Nations has long been a hostile place for the state of Israel. Both the current and the previous Secretary Generals has objected to the UN's disproportionate focus on Israel. It's a It's a wrong that undermines the credibility of this institution and that in turn is harmful for the entire world. No, we don't need this institution at all. No, we don't. It would be better for the entire world if it went away. And again, unless you amend the Constitution, we're not supposed to be sending any money to any country for any reason and especially world governments to fund them. Uh, No, our money funds our government. Not the world government, because there's not supposed to be a world government. But yet, then what are all those things up there? Good for you, Mrs. Haley. Call the UN on the carpet. Then, after articulating all the good our country does around the world, along with its support for the UN, which must be pulled, she rebuked that the global body for disrespecting America, saying the United States will remember this day in which it was singled out for an attack in the General Assembly 
for the very act of exercising our right as a sovereign nation. We will remember it when we are called upon to once again make the world's largest contribution to the United Nations. And so many countries come calling on us, as they so often do, to pay even more and to use our influence for their benefit. And finally, America, well, well, if you stop doing everything unconstitutional, Nikki, you won't have a job. There won't be any embassy to you. We won't have anybody up in the UN. The world, no money will go to the world organizations and they will crumble. Watch how fast. If we don't fund, if we don't fund the majority of all the world government, it will collapse on its own. Just pull the funding and walk away. Watch it happen. And finally, America will put our embassy in Jerusalem. That is what the American people want us to do, and it is the right thing to do. This vote will make a difference in how Americans look at the UN, and this vote will be remembered. Here, here, Ambassador Haley. Stop injecting yourself in this story. Third, the seven nations that stood with Israel and America today are the most unusual group, consisting of Guatemala, Honduras, Marshall Islands, Micronesia, Nauru, Togo, Palo. Honestly, now how many of us heard of some of these countries before? And how many of us could locate some of them on a map? No way. <laughs> I, can, I can, some of them, I know where they are. Heck, I was in Honduras. Whether it was out of economic dependence on the U.S., a connection to Israel or something else, these nations should be remembered for good in the days to come. They did what was courageous and correct. Our president already said he doesn't care. So it, we don't care. That's just a weird bunch of... Uh, of uh, that's the point. Those are the ones that stood with us. And it, like, <laughs> we don't even know, I haven't heard of half of them. Uh, I don't, and they're all over the place. Well, Nauru, Togu, and Paleo, I think those are Polynesians, so they'd be in a Polynesian island. Uh, <clears throat> but I, I, I couldn't point it out on a map. Where, where were we? Uh, as for countries that abstained, 35 in all, two, the Czech Republic and the Philippines already stated they are considering relocating their embassies. A number of African nations have developed solid ties with Israel. Some might have considered their need for American dollars, and others might have remembered Israel's kindness to them, such as Mexico, which was greatly aided by Israel after their disastrous earthquake in September, although Mexico used its floor time to speak critically. Already U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations, Nikki Haley, invited representatives of countries who didn't vote in favor of the United Nations General Assembly's Jerusalem Resolution <clears throat> to a reception as thank you for your friendship to the United States. Donald Trump has always appreciated loyalty. I would say yes for at least three reasons. One, the vote confirms international hostility toward a Jewish Jerusalem. Two, the vote reminds us that the biblical authors were inspired when predicting that an end-time coalition of nations would come against a Jewish Jerusalem. Three, the vote tells us that, just as Scripture indicates, the city of Jerusalem alone is the whole world's business. See Zechariah 12.3. Of course, this does not set a time frame 
for a united attack on Jewish Jerusalem. And we don't know if all nations, in the words of Zechariah, means every nation on earth or simply a worldwide coalition. But after watching the last 2,500 years of history, coupled with the UN's anti-Jerusalem vote this week, it's hard to read the Bible and think that the writers just guess things right. What are the chances of that? Well, you know, the left says, excellent. Because all kinds of things can happen in over 2,500 years. So you just say something with no time frame, sooner or later it's bound to happen. That's the kind of stuff you get. Yeah, well... I just know that my producer's fallen behind. Are you ready yet, Susan? Yeah, but um, again, we're just going to end up pulling funding from these nations because that's what Donald Trump said. He said may. He didn't say would. That's another thing people call him lying about all the time. They don't understand his parsing of the words. He says he's going to do something, he'll do it. Just wait for it. It'll happen. Everything they have listed as a lie were not lies because they weren't facts. They were just, maybe I'll do this, or we want to do that. They're wish lists. But he has to get it through the legislative branch, and they don't, want, they don't like his agenda. And that's why it's you don't know about all the things he's been doing through executive order, not like Obama, not unconstitutionally, constitutionally, by getting rid of executive orders that are unconstitutional, which is, oh, yeah, all of them. Just so you know, World Net Daily once a week posts all the stuff that he does and keeps adding to it as they find out. So if anyone wants to know, just go to World Net Daily. They have a post of what his accomplishments were and what happened. Why are you so far away? Because I'm going to go do something. You just got here. Anyway, do you want to move along? Yeah, push the button. Let's get a grip on immigration in the great United States. It's high time that we limit their numbers. It's high time that we close up that gate. Now can't you see how we are rapidly becoming another third world fascist state? Let's get a grip on immigration. Okay, thank you. Call Clang Clang with a K.com. And of course, it means it's time for the Illegal Alien Invasion Report from World Net Daily. The so called Trump effect at the U.S. southern border is becoming a bygone memory as border agents are again being overwhelmed by foreign nationals of all stripes seeking asylum. Now, did Obama and his ilk advertise down south again, telling him to come up here for, and ask for asylum? I'd like to know, because I'd like to know why he's not in prison. He's been following the president around, acting like he's still the president, trying to undermine our foreign policy. That's what the Logan Act was created for. Don't even talk to me with the Stevens Act, but the Logan Act. He's, he's a direct violation of it. Arrest his backside and then deport him to Indonesia 
Well, he could go to Africa if he wants. His home country of Kenya. Oh, Bertha, Bertha. No, I don't care where he's born. It's irrelevant. I know what natural born citizen means. I know what the founding fathers said it means. And it means that you must be born on U.S. soil of two citizen parents. Natural born citizen is not the same as regular citizen. Otherwise, why? You don't think you have to be a citizen to be in Congress? I believe you do. But who knows? I, I haven't looked at that part of the Constitution in years, so I'll have to revisit it now. Uh, I, anyway, it turns out uh, illegal aliens could be police officers, so I'm really quite not sure about the, <laughs> Congress right now. Uh, I, th- I thought there was actually an immigrant that was elected to... Wasn't that Sansor woman an immigrant? There's two censors, I know, but I'm talking about the one who got elected that wears a hijab and uh, is a proponent for Sharia law in the United States. That one. You know, I don't understand these women. How could anybody be a proponent for Sharia law when it is so horrible against women? People are morons. It's their religion. They believe in it wholeheartedly because they're dumb. And even stupid, more useful idiots are the ones that elected her. I think, what, was it Minnesota, Stan, or Miss Afghanistan? One of the two. And, yeah, I just read that all these Somalis were being deported, and then the plane didn't make it for some reason. They only made it to the continent of Africa, but not to Somaliland. Uh, And they came back to the United States, and now... A female uh, is pushing for them to stay in America and to ban their deportation, even though they were already decided they were going to be deported by a judge. They're filing new court cases trying to stop them from rescheduling the deportation flight because it's too violent over there. It's really it's too violent in little Somalia. Yeah, Michiganistan, little Somalia, you've got a problem there. That's very, they're very violent there. Nobody talks about it. Uh, let them, They're Muslims. They're violent people. Let them go to countries that have violence. Good for them. Then they could be happy doing violence without affecting U.S. citizens. I'm tired. I want all Muslims gone. That is not a religion. It is a government. It's a seditious government designed to overthrow all governments on the planet. Therefore... That, and by the way, communists also need to go. They also want to overthrow our way of government. And socialists. And anarcho-socialists. And every left-wing stupid idiot on the planet needs to get deported from our country. No, I don't care what color they are. Again, Islam is a seditious government, and therefore it's legal. Is it no? They get no protections under the First Amendment because it's not a religion; it's a theocracy, which is a religious government. And again, that will they say take over every capital in the world? That sound like people you want in your country? I don't care who's trying to overthrow the government. 
whitey, brownie, blacky, or Muslim. Don't care. Muslims are evil. Islam is evil. And that's it. Islam must be banned. It's just, it's from our country. At least let us fight them somewhere else through the end times and not on our own soil. Yeah, right now, uh, any kind of uprising from the left will be international socialists, communist party, United States, and Muslims will all be working together to overthrow our government. Just like the, the Arab winter. It's no secret the number of apprehensions fell sharply in the first three months of President Trump's administration, bottoming out in April as the human traffickers appeared feared being caught and prosecuted by an administration that talked tough on the need to staunch the flow of illegal migration, illegal immigration. But in May, the number of illegal crossings started rising again, according to immigration experts and Border Patrol agents in the field. Gee, right about the time all this investigation was going on into Trump and his administration, right? Right? He needs to talk about the wall more. He just did. More. He came, he came out, he did his, uh, I saw the article, his security plan the first thing was the wall that's the first thing for security the wall but in may the number of illegal crossings started to rise again according to immigration experts and border patrol agents in the field we're getting those family units again they're getting bus rides just like before at taxpayer expense to their destination of choice a u.s border patrol agent told world net daily come on trump change the rules you're in charge of ice change the rules no more of this These illegal crossers are given a notice to show up at a later date to an immigration court hearing, but the vast majority are no-shows. They disappear into Chicago, Atlanta, San Francisco, L.A. Oh, 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 wait a minute. These are all really violent places in the United States of America. And we can't deport them to Somaliland, where they belong. But why is it okay to put them in the most dangerous cities in the United States of America? I I thought we can't take them there because it's dangerous. Last time I checked, Chicago was pretty darn dangerous. Didn't we just do a whole article on it? I think we did. These illegal crossers are given a notice to show up, but they don't. They uh, disappear into Chicago, Atlanta, San Francisco, L.A., or some other city. Most of the families and UACs are coming from Guatemala and other parts of Central America. And i got to go to break. It's Young Cooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with one another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and nature's God entitles them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. Read the Declaration of Independence. It's an old document that never grows old. This has been a public service announcement from the Uncooperative Radio Show. Are you a city-dwelling liberal who loves the environment? Do you cry every night because you feel that global warming will destroy the earth by the time you wake up? 
Is your only goal in life to smash the George Bush and Dick Cheney evil oil empire? And is Al Gore your arch magi of all that is green? Then do we have a solution for you? Yes, liberals, here's your chance to do your part to change America from a freedom-loving republic to a communist socialist paradise. Just walk, bike, or drive your carbon-credit vehicle to the uncooperative moped dealership. We carry an assortment of diverse and politically correct mopeds in every style and color, liberal smell not included. Our dealership knows the importance of stopping global warming and defeating the warmongering conservative from taking over the world by getting rid of all the cars, SUVs, light trucks and pickup trucks, and soccer mom vans from our city streets. So drive your patchouli-loving ass out of the gas-guzzling, environmentally destroying, mechanically driven device today and onto one of our fully loaded mopeds. Al Gore will be glad you did. I don't know if this is a good idea, son. Using funk. But, Dad, we gotta reach out to our faces somehow. Besides, I love James Brown. What will your mother think? The border goes from coast to coast. Easy to get into here. We got intercontinental overload. Just slip under the fence It don't make any sense When there's no documentation That's too far And somehow or some way We're gonna find out who you are Sneaking in America Trying to hide From immigration Sneaking in America Across the land Across the nation I am officially running for President of the United States. Could he actually win? No freaking way! Which Republican <laughs> candidate has the best chance of winning the general election? Donald Trump. There's not going to be a President Donald Trump. Trump will not be president. Trump will never be elected president of the United States. You're not going to be president. A man right? who will never be president of the United States. Donald Trump is not going to be president of the United States. Take it to the bank. He will never be president. Donald Trump is not going to become president of the United States. She said plus 19. Do you think the tapes made a difference? Of course! They made all the difference! This race is over. Hillary Clinton has raised more than double Donald Trump, vastly outspending him. The presidency at about 89% for Hillary Clinton. Uh, your analytical model has uh, never been wrong. Now projects Hillary Clinton to win presidential election. 100% chance. You still think she has 100% chance of winning the election? Mm. I do. And what would Donald Trump have to do to turn things around? Prayer and hope for a festivist miracle. <laughs> this is CNN's coverage of election night in America, the fight for the presidency. Because we don't care. Oh, okay, have Kentucky. Who cares? Kentucky, don't no, care we about love you in Kentucky. Indiana. Don't care. Indiana with it's West Virginia, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Mississippi, South Carolina, Alabama, Kansas, Nebraska, and Wyoming with its vote North Dakota and South Dakota, Texas, uh, up and down the middle of the country, all red. Arkansas, Louisiana, the state of Montana, Missouri. It, it was at 80% an hour ago for Clinton. What is it now? 68%. 
Okay, uh, god damn it, I'm nervous. Ohio. Back to the Uncooperative Radio Show, Hour 2. Oh, thank you, Paul Shanklin, for sneaking in America. Yeah, I gotta check his webpage out again. It's like he disappeared. Mm. No, there was no, I mean, they had the uh, a place where you could buy the CD, but all the ones that, you know, you could sample them and all that. Or buy a la carte. A lot of missing when I went over there. I got to find out what's going on with him. Yes, we have conversed. Um, back to this disturbing illegal alien nonsense. The disturbing numbers of Asians, mostly from India and Pakistan, are also arriving at the border seeking asylum. Okay, I want to know who needs asylum from India and Pakistan. Pakistan is one of the world's most populous Muslim countries and hotbed of jihadism. Parts of India also contain pockets of active Al-Qaeda fighters. National security experts tell World Net Daily. So, Muslims coming here? Because I'm confused as to why they would need to run away just because there's a small pocket of Al-Qaeda. There is a small pocket of Al-Qaeda in the United States of America. Why do they need asylum? Are they Christians or Muslims? President no, Trump... Nothing's saying anything, notice. He just called out Pakistan, too. He told them they need to step up their game about getting rid of the Muslim terrorists because then he's going to cut off aid there, too, which I don't even know why the hell we're giving them aid. It's unconstitutional to give any country aid, period. Even the states, unconstitutional. Again, you can't pass legislation... That's not pursuant to a power granted in the Constitution. Directly granted. All right. Uh, so, yeah, 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 yeah. The border agent told World Net Daily a group of agents were briefed about a week ago by a border intelligence supervisor to be on the lookout for more Asians. He said 50 Pakistanis and approximately 300 Indians, East Indians, were apprehended at the border in the month of November alone. Most came in small groups of five or less. The Pakistanis really shocked me, said the border agent, who works in the El Centro sector, but asked not to be identified for fear of professional reprisals. I knew they were getting East Indians, but when he said 50 Pakistanis were picked up last month, I was really shocked. All crossed over from Mexico into California in the El Centro sector. I think a lot of them from Pakistan and India are flying right into Mexico City. That's what I was going to just ask you. How the hell are they getting all the way over from Pakistan and India? We have air travel now, dear. And Mexico just kind of looks the other way, maybe even helps point them in the direction of the fastest route to the U.S. border, the agent told World Net Daily. Yeah, you can bet that's what happened. They don't want them in Mexico. By the way, Mexicans are very racist. Ask Mexicans. Agents are also seeing some Brazilians crossing into California from Mexico. 
Brazilians have a history of coming through Texas. The agent thinks he knows why more are choosing California now. Word is getting out there that these checkpoints are understaffed and that California is a sanctuary state. We need to float that thing out in the middle of the ocean. Nope, we need to float the people in California out onto the ocean and keep California. Look, nothing wrong with California except the people in it. And why would you cut us off from the Pacific Ocean? That'd be silly. Made it a point to go sea to Shining Sea, and now you want to give up one of the seas. Okay, fine. Half the people in the Shining Sea don't even know what the seas are. I don't care. I know. And again, I want the land of California. I don't want the majority of people in it. And the majority of them need to be deported. Uh... California governor, by the way, nobody knows this. Nobody talks about it in the news ever. I don't get it. Uh, Moonbeam here, Jerry Brown, also called Moonbeam, was governor of California previously. Yes, back in the day, he was a governor of California already. And they kicked him out because he was horrible. They called him Brownout Brown because of all the roading brownouts of electricity around the country under his watch. And got rid of him, and then the idiots brought then the idiots brought him back. They have no idea of history, not even their own. I mean, he was already a failed governor, and they elected him. What? Well, that's because of all the illegal aliens that were in the it's vote. Because they don't know history starts when progs wake up in the morning. And you moved my you moved my curtain again by accident. Don't do it at all by any. I just corrected you today. I just fixed it. See what I put up with? It doesn't last two hours. It's all out of her mind. She doesn't care. California Governor Jerry Brownout Brown, and that'll be coming back, signed legislation on October 4 declaring California the nation's first sanctuary state. Good. I'm sure no money's coming to you now, right? The new law goes into effect January 1st, but where it is already spreading. Since all the money is unconstitutional anyway, all Trump should do is no more. Brian, all of these elections, especially the ones that just happened, they're all rigged. They really are. There is no way in hell. The elections have been rigged for a long time. They've just been getting better at rigging them. They the are. First rigging, one of the first rigging was 2000 election. What came out of that? All right, they didn't get what they wanted, but suddenly... This hanging Chad thing had to stop. We must go to electronic voting machines. Uh, that's the easiest way to commit fraud. Electronic voting machines. They're simply really easily hacked. And really easily just tweaking the software a little bit to change one from one to the other. You vote for uh, Trump, it goes to Hillary. You see, that, that kind of thing. And that kind of thing happened, by the way, and was reported at numerous places across the country. Before uh, the naysayers out there, there's never any, there's never any voter fraud. There's voter fraud every single damn election. Nobody wants to push it because it's a one party system. But the world majority are on the left. So we've got the people in charge doing the crime to get them reelected. While we sit around and go, oh, great, electronic voting, this is great. We're finally moving into the 21st century. Yeah. 
not so much. He just moved into this election was never supposed to happen. Trump, no Republican was supposed to win this thing. It was all rigged up for Hitler and Clinton. And even if it, even it rigged, she lost. And that's why, oh, she's got more popular vote than the British. Does, that matters not. It'd be the third or fourth time that that's happened in history. It means nothing. But it also is a really good indicator of fraud. Well, we're, you know, we already found out about 3 million, just as Trump said, by the way, when the final count was in. Didn't you pay attention? No, lamestream media didn't tell you. Yes, there was three, about 3 million illegal aliens that voted in the election. Yes, that happened. There were also dead people that voted in the election. There were also people that voted two or three times in the election. All those things happened for real. People were bussed into districts for real. All that stuff happened, and yet, why crickets? Well, I, 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 I consider that the DOJ is a little busy right now. Turns out, while everyone was screaming for Jeff Sessions' head, he's been doing things behind the curtain and not talking about it. And he has now decided to investigate Uranium One. This is going to be a goodie. First of all, Mueller's involved with it. So there goes him. Uh, yeah, we don't really care what you have to say about anybody or anything about this, about what you did. We're going to burn your report because you've been proven to be a commie. So. And that's so funny because they, the media keeps pushing the narrative that or keeps asking the administration if he's going to fire Mueller. They're doing that so that the Dems would have a, an excuse to try to impeach him. They're all doing that. They want him to. They're right. daring so that him. They are. And he's saying no because he knows Mueller's going down without him even doing a damn thing. Nope. But <laughs> but he's allowing him to spend my money. Right. And, and it, that bothers me. Yeah, me too. It's he should this be This investigation gone. should be there first of all, there should be a limit on how long an investigation can go. I think if you can't figure it out in six months with all the power that that is granted you unlimited power if you can't do it in six months it's over and you'll have to pay back the taxpayers if you dare charge anybody with lying to the fbi perjury that kind of nonsense that has nothing to do with the investigation yeah i'm going to put you on the hook for the money and you're going to go bankrupt mueller i continue to call him mueller like bueller because i could tell his family wanted to hide his uh german heritage you can just see it in him. Just look at him. I can tell he's German. But see, he looks too much like a Nazi, so he doesn't want to be called Mueller. But but he is a Nazi, so call him a Nazi. Well, he's a socialist, right? And he's Germanic, right? And he wants to overthrow our government, right? Sounds like a Nazi. Oh, call him a fascist, call him a Nazi, call him a whatever you want. Uh, he hasn't committed treason yet. Again, you have to read the Constitution. The definition of treason's in there. Read it. If it doesn't fall under that, it's not treason. There's a lot of other things it could be, but not treason. So where was I with Brown out Brown? <clears throat> California's uh, Jerry Brown signed legislation October 4th, declaring that they are officially dumbasses. The new law goes into effect January 1st, but word is already spreading. The federal 
Agents said the border surge is also the fault of a lack of manpower at the U.S. Border Patrol. President Trump promised during the campaign to beef up the number of patrol agents by 30%, but hiring has been slow. Hiring has been slow because too many pieces of crap apply. They have to give them a lie detector test, and they can't pass it. Well, They want to say, let's do away with the lie detector test so it's fast. No, I don't want those people that fail the lie detector test to be a peace officer. You don't get to wear a badge if you're a piece of crap, lying piece of crap. You don't, you don't get to. You're, you're a corrupt criminal, as far as I'm concerned, if you can't pass a lie detector test to get a job. And by the way, anybody that complains about this, think this is ridiculous. Do you realize back in the 80s, I applied for a job and had and the, one of the requirements was I had to get a drug test and I had to get pass a lie detector test, of which I passed both. For it was for a job, well, not a good job. It was a you know low paying job. I still had to pass a lie detector test. Then I, I did a whole bunch of different jobs, but like security guard and stuff. <clears throat> but it is not ridiculous to ask people that are going to become law enforcement agents to pass a lie detector test. All of them should be required to do it, and there should be another requirement everywhere. You must be a citizen to be law enforcement. You can't be an immigrant. That's the stupidest thing I ever heard of. How can an immigrant be law enforcement? He's not even a citizen. But this goes on in some places. Interstate 8 has become almost like a free-for-all because the checkpoint is not being manned on a consistent basis, the agent told World Net Daily. Well, if they're claiming asylum and then being bussed someplace, you're confusing me in this story. How do they declare asylum when they get to that border crossing that's not manned? Like you're claiming they're sneaking across. A minute ago, you said they get on buses to go wherever they want in the United States at our taxpayer expense. Could you please make up your mind? Our union has again raised the issue of putting agents into non-enforcement duties, said the agent. Our management needs to pull their heads out of their sand, <laughs> out of the sand, really, you know, out of their backsides, and put these people back out in the field. It's ridiculous. The draw of amnesty and the fact that there's been a drawdown of agents in the field, this is why we are starting to get overrun again. Now, this is a problem with the whole system, ladies and gentlemen. Did you hear what they said? These these managers are not going back into the field when there's a shortage. Now, any manager that works for any private entity, if they don't have enough people or their people aren't good enough, they have to step in and do the job. That's what they're trying to say. These people that were just elevated to this stupid supervisory position be put back in the field. There shouldn't even be a request. That should be normal. Again, that's how normal business works. But again, this is civil service. Civil service is ridiculously, nonsensically protective of its workers. And at our expense. Uh, We need to get rid of all these civil servant protection nonsense. That'll also go away. There are too many really, really horrible people working for civil service that need to be out of it. I I could point to numerous paramedics and EMTs in in New York City. They were being passed around because they were killing people. But rather than fire them, they just transfer them to a new station and where they keep not doing their job and getting paid for it. And then they have to go get 
transferred again and again. It's just a, a lovely game. It's like it's almost like the Catholic Church. Uh, the rural S2 route within the El Centro sector was being manned in the early months of the Trump presidency after largely being abandoned in the last year of the Obamanist administration. But now it's back to sporadic coverage at best, the agent said. Well, why do all these people get elevated to supervisory positions where you don't have enough people in the field? You don't do that. You don't do that. And this is civil service nonsense. I'm telling you right now. Interstate aid is also manned sporadically, so they just sent a scout through who radios back and says it's all clear. Go ahead and bring your load of illegals or your load of drugs through, he said. William Gein, founder and president of Americans for Legal Immigration, or ALIPAC, said California's decision is having a ripple effect as the message gets out that the state wants to be a recognized safe haven, a magnet for global migration. But even more than that, says Gein, is the effect... You see, now, if these people... If this state was not allowed to borrow, which in the Constitution clearly states they're not allowed to borrow, they could not do this. They would not want to do this. They couldn't afford the welfare they have now. The whole place would go bankrupt. Good, and that's what should happen. It's about time we get back to the Constitution. Maybe we should try and tell Jeff Sessions about, you know, the fact of the Constitution and how the way it's supposed to be run and that states aren't allowed to borrow ever for any reason. And that includes the local local places underneath it. It's all considered the state umbrella. No, they are they are not allowed to omit bills of credit. Article 1, Section 9. That's what they... That a bill of credit is a bond. That's a bill of for credit. They're borrowing. They have to pay it back to the bondholders at a, at an interest rate. This is all unconstitutional. They're not allowed to be in debt, but they all are. You have no twenty trillion. This country is way more in debt than twenty trillion. You got to add up every state debt to that. Forget about consumer debt. The state government debt. State and local government. Again, state is an umbrella term. But even more of that, says Gain, is the effect of renewed talk in Washington of offering amnesty for the roughly 800,000 DACA illegals who are brought to the U.S. illegally by their parents. Every time Congress or the White House begins to talk about amnesty, the border crossings increase. That's what we see happening now, Gein said. Our Border Patrol agents are woefully understaffed, and we don't have a wall. So the border is still wide open to them, and the politicians are talking about amnesty again in Washington. So everyone hears that, and they say, oh boy, we need to get there now. As World Net Daily plus advertising, we already I stated, someone called me a liar, I stated that Obama advertised for illegals to come here, and it turned out, I was absolutely correct. There were advertisements telling them to come here, what to say, and that they'll be given welfare, all the welfare benefits. And that's why we saw trainloads of them coming our way. As World Act reported last week, a group of 34 GOP congressmen sent a letter to House Speaker Paul Ryan 
demanding that amnesty for DACA illegals be passed by Christmas. 34 GOP congressmen want to give amnesty to illegal aliens? You won't want to be reelected, do you? Or do you think the illegal aliens are going to elect you? I would, I, and I did been working that way. This is the Trump McConnell Ryan amnesty plan, Gaines said. It's having a devastating effect on our border, just as this type of talk did under the Obama administration. Are you sure the administration is over? I keep hearing about him going around saying this and saying that, and talking about foreign countries and diplomats behind, you know, after Trump goes and under tries undermining everything he's doing. It is she is the definition of candidate for the Logan Act. He he falls into it so easily. I mean, he, he's what it was all made for. So I hope Sessions, I hope Sessions finds time to shut him down because he just he'll be shut down while he's being investigated. He can't be traveling around talking to anybody. Oh no 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 no! You can't leave the United States of America. I'm gonna give him passports. Give him back. No leaving the United States of America until the investigation is over. That would shut him down immediately. He can't go over there and say anything. He'd just rely on news media, which uh, he's, per- per- he's perfectly allowed you know, to do as a citizen, talk to journalism, all he wants. But he's not allowed to talk policy. He's not a policymaker anymore. He's a citizen now, and that's all he is. Well, they retain the term president. I, I don't care that that's stupid thing he... I never, I never call old presidents president, ever, and I never will. You're president once, when, while you're elected. Once you're gone, you're not a president anymore. You're a previous president, former president. But I'll never, I won't refer to you as president. If I was to interview you, I would just call you Obama, because I have no respect for you at all. But he'd never give me. A, I don't know. He thinks he's pretty smart, uh, from what I hear. I, I don't believe it. I don't think he has a very high IQ at all. Well, he's bought into progressivism, has he not? Right there. You're not too bright. This article is from 2003. Again, from World Net Daily. While President Bush considers a broad-based amnesty plan for millions of illegal aliens in the U.S., there is growing evidence the Mexican border continues to be used as a covert entry point for the smuggling of Arabs into the country. 2003, this has been going on. I told you GW was a prog. No, yeah, he was. An Arab smuggling ring was broken up just last month, reports Joseph Farah's G2 Bulletin. Now, that's an excellent source for anything. I, I, For over a decade, I've been going there. An online premium intelligence newsletter published by WorldNet Daily. The seven-member ring included a former Mexican diplomat who worked in Lebanon's consular ministry office, and gave out passports. The newsletter also reports convicted Arab terrorists involved in the bombing of the World Trade Center and other acts of sabotage have used the porous Mexican border as an entry point and have also capitalized on previous amnesty programs to establish residency in the U.S. Okay, so what's going to be the trigger uh, for all these people that are in here that want to kill us? Because so percentage. far, uh, if you look over, I actually we did it on our show. I did a thing about yeah the percentage, but if you look at what's going on in Germany right now, okay, where they open an animal brothel, 
You were telling me that yesterday. For the refugees to have sex with animals. They're letting them do this. They have reached 22%. And this is already the effect they're having on the on the German way of life. Culture. Culture, yes. It's only 22%. It's going to keep growing faster and faster. The EU demands that they allow more and more refugees, migrants, whatever they want to call them, into their into the EU because there's not enough white people. Oh, well, wait, no. There's too many white people. There needs to be a lot more brown people. And the reason is, as I told you, you the EU would become a corrupt government of centralized power and then only think of their power and what they want. And what they're seeing is a projection that white people aren't reproducing fast enough and therefore they're losing a tax base. So they want a bunch of poor brown people to come in so that they think they'll have a bigger tax base. But the last time I checked, uh, those people don't know how to do anything. I mean, and they won't do manual labor. They don't, it, most of them can't read their own language. What kind of jobs are they going to get? How are you going to get taxes out of them? They're going to be, they're going to be living off the government. They're giving back to the government, but this is how stupid these people are. These progs in the EU. And I did, when I was a blogger, I did numerous articles exposing Solange and and the rest of his ilk not to vote for the EU. It was going to be just a way to steal steal what's left of any liberty you have in your socialist states. Uh, And a lot of people people contacted me and and thanked me for those reports that they used when they were, some of them used when they were on the floor fighting against uh, going to the EU. But they made the EU anyway, and guess what? Turns out I was right again. You know, it it does feel good to be right, but sometimes I'd rather not. You know, it would be nice if the, it, but it doesn't work that way. Centralized power never never ends up being a a wonderful utopia. It's the op, always the opposite. It always will be the opposite. And so why do we keep trying it? Because we let evil people talk us into stupid things. We're, we're, we're already down the road to Europe. I mean, they're ahead of us, like decades, but we're following in the footsteps, just slow. We keep growing the government and growing the government and growing the government. And wonder why our economy gets worse, our economy gets worse, our economy gets worse. You take money out of the economy for the government and you damage the economy. That's the way it works. But that will go to a break. Jump Quapin Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. We are the socialists. You will be assimilated. Your individual liberties, personal freedoms, and mental individuality will be added to our own. Resistance is futile. You have no idea. I've got an idea. I got- 
got an idea. I got an idea. What's the big idea? Do you have an idea for a new product or a phone app? Well, now is the time to make your idea a priority. Get it off the ground fast and call Davison. We have over 25 years experience helping big idea thinkers like you turn your ideas into products and apps that are found in retail stores and online. It's simple to get started. Call now and ask for our free big idea starter guide. We'll show you how to get started and protect your idea and show you the steps to get your killer idea in front of a corporation that can help you grow your dream. Dream big and be big. Call Davidson now for your free big idea starter guide. Davidson charges fees for services. 800-213-9257. If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813. This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home for a simple rate as low as $19.99 a month. For real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happens. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For as low as $19.99 a month with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. 800-218-9520. Call now. That's 800-218-9520. Hey there. Did you know that with a bachelor's degree, on average, you could make almost twice as much over a lifetime than a person with just a high school diploma? It's true. According to the 2012 U.S. Census Bureau, college grads with a bachelor's degree make almost twice as much as high school grads. Now, going back to school is easier than ever at Independence University. Log on and complete coursework from the park or the beach or even your couch watching the kids. And Independence University gives you the tools, a free tablet and laptop for undergrad students to use and keep when they graduate. That's right. Get a laptop so you can go to college from anywhere. Take the first step to a new career in business, information technology, healthcare, or graphic arts. Call to find the online degree program that's right for you. And you could be on your way to increasing your earning potential. 800-797-1256. 800-797-1256. That's 800-797-1256. 
What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the term lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. Sample rates cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. Back to the Uncooperative Radio Show, our half of two. Sorry, I'm still a little stuffed up. Ah. I'm working on it. All right, back to this horrible topic. Foreign-born Islamic terrorists have continued to use almost every conceivable means of entering the United States since September 11, 2001, including every aspect of penetrating the U.S. immigration system. Militant Islamic terror. All right, stop this. There's no such thing. Islam is evil. All Muslims are terrorists. It's just they're just waiting to make sure there's they have a big enough majority. But they're all terrorists. They're all murderers, rapists, pieces of crap. They're Muslims. They lie. They're told to lie. They're told to kill us. All the infidels must die or convert. Yeah, well. Oh, Christianity's done bad things, too. Uh, okay, first, if you have to go back in history, it doesn't count, because we're talking about these these things that were created in the 7th century A.D. still living like they're in the 7th century A.D. Yeah. That's a little different. Christ, Christians and Jews aren't doing anything that they claim Jews 5,000 years ago, yes, but Christians have nothing to do with that. Christians didn't exist until Jesus was born. There was no Christianity. Until he died and was reborn, there was no Christianity. There was Judaism, of which Jesus was a Jew. I don't know why Christians have a hard time wrapping their head around this, but you could argue more, more easily if you understood that Jews aren't doing following Leviticus in the 21st century. That was written thousands of years ago. Like, well, so, oh, so was Islam. Not so much. Like again, 7th century AD. Judaism, way before. Christianity, way before. <clears throat> Islam is evil. Islam was... Always intended to be evil. They are the people that are being groomed by Lucifer for the end times. There are enemies for the end times. So they're never going to go away. Just get under, just understand that. But we can kick them out of our country if we well, had a collective balls to do it. 
Anyway, so there is just Islam. Do not do not call them Islamists. I don't want to hear that either. It, they're Muslims. That's their real name. And stop creating new ones to make you feel good about it. Uh, again, Islam is evil. All Muslims are terrorists. Period. And if there's no reason to add hyphens of words to describe, it's just Muslims, just Islam. That's all there is. Islam is evil. They are doing the the so-called bad Muslims are the good Muslims. They're bad people, but they're good Muslims. You don't get the religion at all. It's about killing, death, and destruction. It is evil, and I have no idea why I have not been banned from Twitter. Uh, because I, I put that hashtag in everything to do with Islam. Islam Hashtag Islam equals evil. Anyway, so uh, Muslims, you know, the terrorists, have come into the U.S. as students, tourists, and business visitors. They have sneaked across the border illegally, arrived as stowaways on ships, used false passports, and have been granted amnesty and citizenship. Terrorists have even used America's humanitarian tradition of welcoming those seeking asylum, reports G2 Bulletin. And there is no question Arabs have used the poorest border between the U.S. and Mexico and the immigration problems it poses for Washington to its advantage. Mahmoud Abkhalim, a leader of the 1993 Trade Center bombing, was legalized as a seasonal agricultural worker as part of the 1986 amnesty. Only after he was legalized was he able to travel outside the country, including several trips to the Afghanistan-Pakistan border, where he received the terrorist training he used in the bombing. Abdel Hakim Tizakaya involved in a like flemmy people involved in the millennium plot sneaked across the border posing as a Mexican migrant remember many moons ago reported that down in Venezuela they had training camps where they they taught them to look and sound like Hispanics south of the border Mexican specifically and uh well, and giving them passports so they could fly to Mexico and then cross the border into the United States of America. This has been going on for a long, long, long time. And yet, no reporting on it whatsoever. Well, they can't, at least they can't do that in Venezuela anymore, Brian. Why? We're not taking, the, the Mexico's not taking their passports? Yes, they can. No, because Venezuela's collapsed. Right. <laughs> Uh, the Muslims pay the money for said training, Susan. So well, how do you think they're going to stop because they're broke? They got so many other ways to make money? Of course it's not stopped. It's going to increase. Besides, people in Venezuela want to attack the United States. The government wants to attack the United States anyway because they're failed communist Government. Another failed south-of-the-border communist government. You can label it anything you want. It's communist. Left-wing liberal progressive socialist commie fascist status bastards. Got it? There we go. I want to make it clear. So, Abu Khalimah. 
A leader of the 1993 Trade Center bombing was legalized as a seasonal agricultural worker. That was back in 86 under Reagan. Anyway, uh, so Abdul Hakim Tizegah. Why do I care? I should just call him Tizegah. Involved in the Millennium Plot, sneaked across the border posing as a Mexican migrant. It's not just a question of Arab terrorists buying their way into U.S. with the cooperation of border coyotes. There is also a political alliance developing between separatist Hispanics and Muslim radicals. On its website called Lavos de Atslan. Oh, we're going back to Atslan again? You people never give up. Well, that's what I'm saying. This is from 2003. It's just horrible that it's still relevant. On its website, a group called La Voice de Ad- it's the voice of Atslan, which is the mystical uh, mem- thing that they owned this land before, so it should still be theirs, and they're taking it back. And they are taking it back. Nope, just by population, and nobody's stopping it. The voice of Atslan identifies Mexicans in the U.S. as America's Palestinians. Good, because I want to kill all the Palestinians, so I guess we can kill all the Mexicans, right? Is it? They're pal- what? Palestinians are invaders. They're people who occupy territory. These people want to occupy part of our country, the whole Southwest. They call it Adslan. Many Mexicans see themselves as part of a transnational ethnic group known as La Raza. Oh, they rightly call it what it is, the race. Do you believe that La Raza kept going around telling people they didn't know what they were talking about? They weren't properly translating their name? A bold-faced lie? I watched them do it while I was screaming at the TV. Because the news anchor didn't do squat. It literally is translated as the race. That's a fact. And they are racists. And that's a fact. Only black people can be racist. Well, you keep saying that out. And maybe one day we'll believe it. But right now we don't. I don't because I know better. I know a whole bunch of white people that aren't racist. I don't know many black people that I've met that aren't racist. Or brown people for that matter. All right. Uh, oh, goodness. Where were we? Transnational. Oh, yeah. Transnational. Transnational. They're, oh, they're going to start talking like Buffy. That would be confusing, wouldn't it? <clears throat> Many Mexicans see themselves part of La Raza, the race. A May editorial on the website with a dateline of Los Angeles, Alta, California declares that both La Raza and the Palestinians have been displaced by invaders that have utilized military means to conquer and occupy our territories. We did we did conquer it, but that's because you started a war with us. Mexico started a war with us, and then we conquered all these lands, and Texas uh, declared itself free from Mexico and became uh, territory. All this stuff happened. However, what nobody says... After we captured all of the land, we paid Mexico for it. We didn't steal it. We 
paid them for it. And they were glad to get the money because they were the ones, after all, that attacked us. We pushed we pushed way into Mexico and then came back. We could have kept going and taken all of Mexico and it been over. We didn't. We backed off to where we wanted our borders, and uh, then we paid them for it. But you're not getting it back, so you might as well take the money. So, <clears throat> we uh, did use military to conquer or occupy anything in the Southwest. That was a, a response to an attack by the Mexican military. And again, we actually paid them for it. So that makes it ours. Even if you want to think about the conquering and the, you know, throughout the history of the world, there's been a lot of conquering going on. There's been empires grown and shrunk and collapsed and grown and collapsed and shrunk and grown and collapsed. all throughout Asia and all over Mesopotamia and all that, all that stuff was going on. And, you know, then originally Europe was owned by, I don't know who, because it was before Europe, Europe existed. So, uh, Originally, that was conquered land, too. All lands at this point have been conquered by one side or another, or this side or that side. All of it's been, all of it. So, it's idiotic to say that, oh, a long time ago, before, (laughs) 200 years ago, uh, you conquered this land and took it from us, and so we have a right to get it back. That would be, that would open every single country in the world to that problem. All of them have been conquered. All of them. South America was conquered by the Spaniards. Should we take it away from the Hispanics that are there? Because, oh, their blood of the Spaniards that conquered South America, Mexico, and Central America. So should should the Europeans, who should take it back to where? Should we give it to the Indians? I mean, it's bad enough Mexicans live there. They're poor, they eat food to mouth they don't produce anything it's just a horrible country all the south both of the south american countries including central mexico are just crap just it's just crap it's crap because people with let's say substandard iqs are running the place hey that's science brown and black people have lower iqs than white people settled real settled science of course, nothing's settled, but it is DNA evidence. And so, as it sits right now, it's settled. But, the th- well, okay, show me one com- country run by brown or black people that's productive. Don't point to India. They're not of the same lineage. They're Asian, not Hispanic. Show me a brown or black country that is prosperous. Anyone. South America was prosperous under white people. As soon as we gave it back to the indigenous people, what happened? They didn't know what to do with the land. They didn't know how to be ranchers. They didn't know how to be farmers. They just sat there and starved. That's what happened. All The whole continent of Africa is a gigantic mess. Economically, especially. Look it up. Zimbabwe. My buddy Loki bought a $1 million bill. For 10 cents. A Zimbabwe $1 million bill for 10 cents. Because that's all it was worth. Compared to U.S. currency, it was worth 10 cents. That's a a completely failed economy. That's the... Come on, it's the Weimar Republic all over again. 
But the problem is I can't find one country and I want to because I want to figure this out. Why? But then a new study came out and said they have very low IQs and I went, oh that might be that might be a contributing factor that they're just not that smart. Again, uh, I, I don't make up the science. I just report it, so don't call me a racist over that. Call the people that do the DNA testing racist. Where was I? California declares that both... Oh, never mind. Uh, I won't repeat that. But the threat of secession is not merely from groups that might be considered on the fringe. Former Mexican President Ernesto Zedillo said in a 1997 speech in Chicago to the National Council of La Raza, a Hispanic advocacy group, that he proudly affirmed that the Mexican nation extends beyond the territory enclosed by its borders and that Mexican migrants are an important, a very important part of this. They're they're actually saying they own part of the United States of America because their citizens are here illegally. You don't want to report, deport them, huh? You want to let them stay, right? Hmm? Sure. They're not here to help you. We actually have this clip of him saying that that they they're both they're dual citizens of. Uh, no, that's America. not what he's saying. Oh, that we have a clip of him. Though. He says yeah. their borders exceed the natural the legal borders of Mexico into other countries, specifically the United States of America. That they're saying their border extends into the United States of America. Are you getting this? And by the way, he is a radical. I don't want to say not all radicals and they put him up. He's a radical. That's a radical statement. It's different to say that he has citizens here that we have to take care of or whatever. Uh, but he's saying he's saying their borders extend into our country. That's a reason to get rid of all the Hispanics, that, even the ones that have come here and turned into citizens. Uh, to get them out of here. If they're Mexicans are extending their border into our country, we need to unextend it. We didn't realize that just accepting Mexican nationals would turn this country into your country. That's not how it works, but it seems like it does for them. Do you know the, the leading source of income in the Mexican economy is? Money sent back home from illegal aliens. That's the number two contributor to the Mexican economy right after the oil we buy from them. So in other words, their economy is based off the United States of America. And it's time that Trump changes that. He said he'd make them pay, make them pay. I'm tired of this. I don't know. I'm waiting for it because he's going to. I know it, I, but so I still got to. I still got to bitch because nobody else has even thought about doing it or in, even indicated that they would consider it. I'm hoping that Donald Trump learns about this and decides, oh, this is gonna no, this is gone, this is over. Yeah, first of all, illegal aliens shouldn't get welfare. Immigrants that are here legally should not get welfare. That would be a tremendous change in things without welfare most of these hard-working mexican nationals are going home because they're not hard-working mexican nationals 
They're people that suck the lifeblood out of the country. They're ticks is all they are. Tell us how you really feel, Brian. No, you don't want to hear that. Zadio said that because of this fact, his government proposed a constitutional amendment that allows Mexican citizens to hold dual citizenship. Spencer believes that the objective is to enable Mexicans in the United States to vote in the interest of Mexico. Ultimately, many Mexicans hope for a reconquista. Reconquista. Reconquering Atslan again. Reconquista. A reconquista of territory lost when Mexico signed the 1848 Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo at the end of the Mexican-American War. Wow, you would you admit there's a legal document that signed over those lands to the United States of America, and you think you have some claim to them? Hey, you're responsible for what your government does, just like we are. Uh, too bad. You should have signed the treaty if it was such a bad deal. But, again, 1848, it's kind of over and done, right? No, because there's too many left-wing kooks in this country. The U.S. has tripled its Border Patrol budget over the past five years, but the flow of immigrants, illegal aliens, has barely changed. That's not true. For a while, it, it collapsed. It went way down. It just came back up because... DACA and discussion of amnesty. and that, I, I wish I could have reached in, smacked Donald Trump in the face when he said it. You, Your obligation was to say DACA's over. It was unconstitutional and therefore it can't be enforced. You're all up for deportation again. Go back to hiding. I'm telling you, that's what needs to be said. The U.S. has tripled... Oh, wait. Uh... At the same time, Mexican President Vicente Fox has pressed for an eventual erasure of the southern border and encouraged Mexicans who seek work in the U.S. Just so See, I'm they going. can't have jobs. They can't provide for their own people to have jobs. We have to provide it for them. Well, and in case people are getting confused, this is an article, again, from 2003. Because <laughs> Fox is not there anymore. And nothing's changed. Oh, he still chimes in on, a, on YouTube. According to a survey conducted in June 2002, a healthy majority of Mexicans claim that their country rightfully owns much of the southwestern United States, while most Americans believe Washington should adopt stricter immigration standards and deploy U.S. troops along the border. The Zogby International Poll found a majority of Mexicans say the U.S. Southwest rightfully belongs to Mexico. We'll pick this up on the other side. It's the Uncooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. Jake's ham sandwich rule. If you're in the country illegally, you are entitled to a well-prepared and frankly delicious ham sandwich, followed by a helpful boot in the ass to assist you in exiting the country. As always, a fizzy soda of your choice is optional. Okay, we got a little humor for you here called You Might Be a Liberal Too by Popular Demand. If you think Rosie O'Donnell is intelligent, 
You might be liberal. If you think Hillary Rotten Clinton is hot, you might be liberal. If you hug trees more often than your spouse, you might be a liberal. If you think Al Gore knows anything about science, you might be liberal. If you think the rich are not taxed enough, you might be liberal. If you think Bill Clinton did not have sexual relations with that woman, you might be liberal. If comedian Al Franken's voice turned you on, oh, you might be a liberal. If you think Michael Moore knows anything about being healthy, uh, you might be a liberal. If you like watching The View, you might be a liberal. If you have fainted at an Obama rally, you might be a liberal. If you get all your news from John Stewart, you might be a liberal. If you think the federal government is operating within its constitutional limits, uh, you might be a liberal. If your favorite family movie is an inconvenient truth, you might be a liberal. If you think John McCain is a true conservative, you might be a liberal. And finally, if you think Maxine Waters, Democrat of California, is not a left-wing liberal progressive socialist commie fascist bastard, uh, you might be a liberal. <laughs> And now, a message to freshman Tea Party back senators from Trent Lott and Lindsey Graham. Hello, this is Trent Lott. Uh, Lindsey and I just want you to know that we appreciate all that the Tea Party people did to bring you here to Washington. Yes, I love tea, and I dearly love parties. But now's the time we should all come together and sit down with the other side and listen to their ideas on how to move the country forward while we as Republicans take a step back and walk a mile in their shoes. Yeah, we love being Republicans, and we love conservative values, uh, probably as much as we'd love being liberal Democrats if the need ever arose. What Trent means is Republicans are always at our best when we ignore all the rhetoric and noise from back home and just do the right thing. The right thing? You know what I mean. Join Trent Lott and Lindsey Graham in bringing bipartisanship back to Washington. The Recovery Act and our actions to fix the financial system were decisive in starting to turn the economy around. Growing uh, at a good clip. I'm calling this the recovery, the summer of recovery. The summer of recovery, or I might even call it the summer of projects. Our economy is stronger. That economic heartbeat is growing stronger. All of them have projects that are shovel-ready. Shovel-ready projects. Shovel-ready projects. We are seeing shovels hit the ground. Shovel-ready was not as uh, <laughs> shovel-ready as we expected. The next two years, our job now is putting our economy into overdrive. Well, this is Obama's economy. That's fine. Give it to me. I'm Sheriff David Clark, and I want to talk to you about something personal. Your safety. It's no longer a spectator sport. I need you in the game. But are you ready? With officers laid off and furloughed, simply calling 911 and waiting is no longer your best option. You could beg for mercy from a violent criminal. 
hide under the bed, or you can fight back. But are you prepared? Consider taking a certified safety course in handling a firearm so you can defend yourself until we get there. You have a duty to protect yourself and your family. We're partners now. Can I count on you? This safety message brought to you by the Milwaukee County Sheriff's Office. Back to the Uncooperative Radio Show, Hour 3. Okie dokie, okie dokie, let's see if we can do it. Let's talk about what you could talk about. First of all, you might have heard commercial commercials, you know, like regular commercials on a show. Uh, we try and give to a minimum, but we do not get paid to air them. We only get paid if you call the number in the ad. So, if you're at all interested, please call the number in the app. Write it down so you, you won't forget it. it. They usually say it three or four times. So, But uh, write down the number because if you don't call that number and you find it on your own, we won't get paid. The ad agency won't get paid. And that's just, that's just bad business. So, please, write down the numbers in the advertisements. You have no obligation to buy anything. Our, our job is just to send you there. Once you call that number, we get paid. It's their job to sell you. If they can't sell it, it's their problem. So, again, don't don't feel obligated, but don't just do it as a lark either. Anyway, so if you want to listen to our radio show live, you can go to uncooperativeradio.com. Friday and Saturday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. That's uncooperativeradio.com. Pretty easy. Where you can download, listen to all our shows for free as well, and and as well as the Patriots Pub, which is pure history uh, about the founding, the Constitution, just facts, no politics. Please listen from episode one. Uh, also, Women of the Revolution—that's a women look from the women's perspective about telling about women that were incredible in history and stuff. You don't have to listen from episode one if you don't want. It's not linear like our, like Patriots Pub. But, uh, again, Women of the Revolution. It's all all three shows are at uncooperativeradio.com. As well as else, elsewhere. Okay, our show could also be heard on iHeartRadio, iTunes, TalkShoe, Volumes Up. It, it's sound it's all over the place it's just just do a search for uncooperativeradio.com you'll be surprised at how many places it actually exists we also have a facebook page that's still locked up they won't let it out of prison for some reason but people are you know utilizing it so if you could also get over there like the page uh, if we can get enough numbers up maybe facebook will acquiesce i don't know but if you want my personal facebook account which is not locked up but i'm sure throttled is brian bonner nine zero we have a twitter account that is not blocked i don't know if anybody's getting the things that are tweeted there but i it's not blocked by twitter which amazes me because i constantly call islam evil everywhere Uh, so if you're a twitter person please go over there join like comment engage etc again uh more people 
the better as far as keeping it going. And by the way, they got the people over there got a really good thing going. There's a lot of good people in that uh, that are involved in that Twitter account. So do do a good shot now. If you want my private Twitter account, it's at Brian Bonner. Just spell it right. We're also rebroadcast on RedStateTalkRadio.com that has two channels of streaming conservative talk radio 24-7. That's right, two channels. Why do you have to go anyplace else? Two channels 24-7. Go check it out if you haven't already. Uh, We're on there. We're rebroadcasted at Red State Talk Radio Saturday and Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Also on Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. Through RedStateTalkRadio.com, you can hear us on TuneIn, TalkStream Live, the Roku, Alexa. By the way, Alexa comes pre-programmed to listen to Red State Talk Radio. Just say, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio, and it will. You don't have to program it. It's already done. How cool is that? And we're, we're, our boss is moving and shaking. He's moving us into the car industry thing. And it's, you know, Red State Talk Radio has got a bright future. Um, while you're over there, check out the listener lines. Uh, on the right-hand side where the players are, there's two phone numbers. One is the listener line. One is the caller line. If you just don't have any access to the internet and data, you call the listener line. You can only listen. You can't interact. But it's free. And this is why I'm telling you to go there now and write this down. Because when you don't have the internet, how are you going to go find out what the number is? Aha! So go write down both numbers for each channel. Both, uh, both, yeah, both numbers for each channel because... Uh, you can even you can even interact with the show without the internet because you can hear it and you can call the other number and talk on that and you get the idea. So write down both numbers so you have them in your repertoire in case you don't have the internet, like you know, a storm hits or something, or you just have no data. While you're there, check out the free Red State Talk Radio newsletter. It's really good. Uh, give it a shot. If you don't like it, you just unsub. We we don't follow that, so we won't know. Okay. Also, I'd like to ask. I would like to thank every, all my listeners who have contributed to my GoFundMe page to f- help me fix my rescue truck. Uh, very unbelievably generous. I I'm actually taken aback. Really. Uh, never really been touched so much in my life as uh, I never thought I thought a couple people might donate whatever I don't really like to ask for anything but I have enough now hopefully that I can fix my rescue truck there, there's still odds and ends that need work you know new a new soft top because it's falling apart but I don't care about that I'll 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 ride in it no top. I don't care. I'll just dress for the occasion. So thank you, thank you, and thank you. Now, back to the story. We were talking about Mexico believing that it owns part of the United States of America. 
The U.S. has tripled its border patrol over the past five years, but the flow of immigrants has barely changed. At the same time, Mexican President Vicente Fox has pressed for an eventual erasure of the southern border and encouraged Mexicans to seek work in the United States. Now, understand, Trump's building the wall. This must this is why Vincenti Fox was so upset. He wanted that border erased. And Donald Trump is building a wall that's forever cementing that imaginary boundary into a physical boundary. And they he doesn't like that. And Mexico doesn't like that because, again, without the United States illegal aliens sending money back to Mexico, it would probably go under. According to a survey conducted in June 2002, a healthy majority of Mexicans claim that their country rightfully owns much of the southwestern United States. While most Americans believe Washington should adopt stricter immigration standards and deploy U.S. troops along the border. The Zogby International Poll found a majority of Mexicans say the U.S. Southwest rightfully belongs to Mexico, and the Mexican citizens should be able to come into those areas freely without U.S. permission. The poll found that 58% of Mexicans agree with that statement. The territory of the United States Southwest rightfully belongs to Mexico. Zogby said 28% disagreed, while another 14% said they weren't sure. President Bush says he wants to see a Palestinian state carved out of Israel. It may be very difficult for him someday to explain why an Aslan state should not likely be carved out of America. Activists, who quite literally see themselves America's Palestinians, are gearing up a movement to carve out of the southwestern United States a region including all of Bush's home state of Texas, a sovereign Hispanic state called the Republica del Norte. The Republic of Night? There are great similarities between the political and economic condition of the Palestinians. No, Palestinians never existed until they were created and labeled Palestinians. They're Arabs. Nothing to do with nothing to do with Mexico and nothing to do with they actually owned it once upon a time. They didn't. The Palestinians in occupied Palestine and that of La Raza in the southwest of the United States. Well, I'm sorry. The only Palestine is where they occupy Israel's land. There is no Palestine. There is no Palestinians. They're made up. They're fake. They're Arabs. And that of La Raza in the southwestern United States. Explains an editorial from early this year in La Voz de Atzlan in Los Angeles, the city seen as the future capital of the new Hispanic state, much like Jerusalem is seen by Palestinian Arabs as their capital. No, Palestinians, it's not their capital. They've never been, they've never owned it. They didn't build it. End of conversation. Jews built it. Jews have for 5,000, you know, 4,000, 3,000, something like that, years have claimed Jerusalem as their capital because they built it as their capital. This is no, there is zero 
equation between the two. Other than they're both crazy, and it's not going to happen. I'm telling you, it's not going to happen, because sooner or later, we're going to push back. Sooner or later, the people will take matters into their own hands. California's a problem? Well, we're going to invade California, which would be impossible, because it's a state. So we will just go to it and kick out all the all the Mexicans. I don't even care if they're citizens. I'm rounding them up, send them down to Mexico, and then they can call, go to the Mexican embassy, U.S. embassy there, and they can work out the details about if they are a citizen, how to get back here. But everybody's everybody Hispanic in California gets rounded up and sent to Mexico. And all of the Southwest. That solves the problem. But you're deporting citizens. Uh, okay, again, that'll be settled through the State Department. They can come back in if they're really citizens, but they have to prove that they're actual citizens. And they have no allegiance to Mexico, the country. Otherwise, they can stay there. Again, if you read the oath of citizenship, it demands no dual citizenship. So why do we have dual citizenship in the United States of America? We haven't changed... It hasn't been changed. The oath is the same. And yet you can have dual citizen. That is not getting rid of and saying, I have no other loyalty but to the United States of America. When you have dual citizenship, it says you have split loyalty. Now, again, how can you take an oath and then accept that that you perjured yourself? You took an oath, which you don't, you're not going to comply with. You must have no allegiance to any foreign power at all. No dual citizenship. It's unconstitutional. Again, our government doing things they're not supposed to do. The Democrats put put that nonsense through. Uh, You can't just pass legislation to amend the Constitution, which is why the oath hasn't changed despite dual citizenship, which is, it's incompatible. It, It doesn't work together. Americans, Palestinians. Well, uh, good. Well, we've got to cordon you off in some piece of place you call your own called Mexico. And that's what we did with the Palestinians, right? So let's put you back in Mexico where you belong. The editorial goes on to draw analogies between the Arab uprising in Israel and gang violence in Los Angeles. It's the same thing, the activists claim. This is not crime and punishment, according to the La Raza activists. This is the birth of an independence movement by young Hispanics. Independence. Oh, you want to be independent of the United States of America? Cool. Ship them back across the border. There you go. You're gone. No problems. The similarities of many, says the editorial, the primary one, of course, is the fact that both La Raza and the Palestinians have been displaced by invaders. That's a lie, because actually, the the Mexican citizens were offered an option to stay in the United States or go back to Mexico. Many of them went back to Mexico, and but many of them stayed. We didn't kick them out. We didn't displace them. They displaced themselves. <sighs> that have utilized military means to conquer and occupy our territories. 
every nation in the world has used military force to occupy some land somewhere and somehow, even their homeland, like, look at Britain. Even Europe had to use military means to conquer the land and settle it. Uh, that That's just the way things were. It's no longer the way things are now. That's why I had problems with the Ukraine, for instance. Uh, no, this is there is no more acceptance of anybody claiming to uh, invade someone and steal their land, or steal their country. We are not in a time where we permit this. And I know Donald Trump won't. Uh, and I'm going to tell you right now, I would deport every single Hispanic I could find in the in the Southwest. Let them find their way back if they actually made themselves into citizens. If they so desire. Uh, the takeover of our respective lands by foreign elements occurred 100 years apart for La Raza. It happened in 1848 when Mexico lost the Southwest to the end of the Mexican-American War and the signing of the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo. For the Palestinians, it occurred in 1948 when the Zionist Jews People's Council gathered at Tel Aviv Museum and signed the Declaration of the Establishment of the State of Israel on the day in which the British mandate over Palestine expired. There was never a Palestine in history. End of gosh dang discussion on this already. Find it on an old map. Go for it. I've already looked. Uh, where was I? Uh, that was oh, the end. The end. <laughs> of the 2003 article, which is still relevant today, which because is it's, horrible. Th- it's even worse. They've, they've become worse and more brazen today. When they go, when they go out and march and say, we're illegals, aliens, what are you going to do about it? I don't know why every cop there doesn't just start rounding them up. It's like saying, I'm a, I'm a psycho serial killer. What are you going to do about it? And then the cops don't do anything. Really? From cnsnews.com again. Some $1.25 million in military aid to Mexico appears to be in jeopardy after the State Department did not certify that the government is prosecuting human rights violations, according to a U.S. senator. The lack of a report to Congress triggers a 25% reduction in aid to the Mexican armed forces for this fiscal year. Why do we give any money to them? I was really shocked when I read this, Brian. I I knew we were giving them aid. But I didn't know that it was going to their military. Are you freaking kidding me? That's a foreign military we're giving aid to. We're not supposed to give aid to anybody. There's nothing in the Constitution that allows the Congress to dip into the Treasury for fill in the blank, man. I've been talking about this for so long, I'm tired of it. Anyway, where was I? Uh, Fiscal year, under the annual appropriations bill for the State Department and foreign operations, according to Tim Reiser, a spokesperson for Senator Patrick Leahy, Democrat, Vermont. 
The provision requiring the report applies only to Mexico and is a result of language authored by Leahy, Reiser said in an email. In a phone call Tuesday, he declined to say if the funds have actually been withheld. I actually withheld 100% of them until they tell their illegal alien people to go back home. How, How about that? A copy of the provision provided by Leahy's office states that the Secretary of State must determine the government of Mexico is thoroughly and credibly investigating and prosecuting violations of human rights in civilian courts, vigorously enforcing prohibitions against torture and the use of testimony obtained through torture, and searching for the victims of forced disappearances, and credibly investigating and prosecuting those responsible for such crimes. That would be impossible. They'd have to investigate and, and, and prosecute themselves. Well, that's not even the point. They what are, are they, the government's doing this. What are they doing? What are we doing telling another country what the hell they have to do? Again. To take our money. But we. this is what we use, supposedly use foreign aid for, to get people to do what we want. Well, I'm sorry. Why don't we beef up the Border Patrol and put the, the state guards on the border... And that we don't have to worry about the Mexican military being able to stop drug cartels and such because they're part and parcel of the same problem. They're not the solution. We need to stop and control our own borders. And we don't need to give unconstitutional money to Mexico to help with that. Last time I checked, Trump said Mexico was going to pay for the wall. Pay for the wall. Why are we giving them money for their military? Their military is corrupt. They cause half the problems. It's between them and the cartels. They're the ones killing everybody. But everybody thinks they're they understand foreign relations. Uh. The Secretary of State apparently was unable to determine and report that Mexico has met its met those conditions. So he has not sent us the report, Reiser said. The State Department did not respond to several emailed queries from CNSnews.com about why the report has not been filed. Leahy said in a statement he was very disappointed that there has been no appreciable progress on human rights in Mexico. Did you expect throwing money at it would fix the problem? Doofus. Where torture of people in custody, impunity for abuses by security forces, and forced disappearances are widespread. And they tortured our, our Marine down there. How come there's been no follow-up by the press of what happened after he got back? After we got the, the Marine back out of Mexico's custody. I mean, he's a bad, he was in bad shape. They tortured the crap out of him. Treated him like crap. And our government did nothing under Obama. Nothing. That's because Obama hates the military. The Mexican government should address these issues as an urgent priority. Instead, the government seems to be incapable of or unwilling to do so, he said. Mexico's foreign ministry did not respond to requests for comment. By the way, close all their embassies everywhere. I don't want any country to have an embassy in every state because they're not supposed embassies are for 
diplomats. Diplomats are not allowed to dis- to discuss these things with state governments. State governments are not allowed to have agreements with foreign powers. Therefore, they have no place in the states, other than they're to support their citizens, which are not our citizens. They're illegal aliens. They're criminals. And again, close all the embassies except the one in Washington. No embassies except in D.C. That's it. That's the only place you're allowed to talk your politics and your nonsense. You have to deal with the national government. That is their job, to deal with foreign... That is the constitutional job of the national government, to deal with foreign entities and foreign stuff like trade, not not domestic stuff. Uh, I know. I repeat myself over and over. I know. You think I like it? I'm, I hate repeating myself. Maureen Meyer of the Washington office on Latin America said Mexico's use of its military to fight organized crime has exacerbated a human rights crisis over the past 10 years. Over 33,000 people have disappeared in the last decade. The use of torture as an investigative technique and to obtain confessions is widespread. And security forces have extrajudicially executed or unlawfully killed dozens of people in recent years among other abuses. Yeah, but why do we care? They're Mexicans. Unless they're doing it to a United States citizen, I could care less. Well, the State Department's global, so they can care all they want, but they can't spend they can't spend our money. That's the problem. They're spending our money. Because most of the people in government are progressive globalists, Susan. They don't want borders. They want everyone to go wherever they want, whenever they want, which is just watering down all the good places. That's what happens. The good places become crap places because you put a bunch of people from the crap places, the good places, and now they crap. You see how that works? There is no real progress on human rights in the country, she said. Impunity is the norm for human rights violations in Mexico. Mayor noted that the U.S. has dramatically shifted security aid it sends to Mexico under the so-called Merida Initiative to focus on improving arid... And... I'm sorry, there's a thing on my screen. Improving and professionalizing Mexico's police and judicial institutions. We don't even have a handle on our judicial institutions. What the hell are we meddling in in somebody else? Oh, because by the globalist, by by the globalist opinion, we do because it's going exactly the way it's supposed to go. The U.S. should continue to prioritize support for institutional reforms in Mexico, the rule of law, and efforts to combat corruption. I say we should mind our own damn business. Uh, take care of our own citizens and our own sovereignty and let Mexico worry about Mexico. Put up the wall, put the National Guard on the wall, and that'll be the end of the problem. Do you want to continue with this? I think we've said enough. Do you? I do. Besides. Oh, you want to go to a commercial break. Okay, we're going to go to a quick break. It's a cooperative radio show. You stay tuned, because we'll be right back. Hi, 
Hi, this is Jeff Carlisi from the band 38 Special. The mainstream media has failed the American people once again. Internet radio networks like Red State Talk Radio will not fail you. Tune in 24 hours a day, studios A and B. Great conservative programming around the clock. Red State Talk Radio, the dominant force in Internet conservative talk radio. Hey there, did you know that with a bachelor's degree, on average, you could make almost twice as much over a lifetime than a person with just a high school diploma? It's true. According to the 2012 U.S. Census Bureau, college grads with a bachelor's degree make almost twice as much as high school grads. Now, going back to school is easier than ever at Independence University. Log on and complete coursework from the park or the beach or even your couch watching the kids. And Independence University gives you the tools, a free tablet and laptop for undergrad students to use and keep when they graduate. That's right. Get a laptop so you can go to college from anywhere. Take the first step to a new career in business, information technology, healthcare, or graphic arts. Call to find the online degree program that's right for you. And you could be on your way to increasing your earning potential. 800-797-1256. 800-797-1256. That's 800-797-1256. Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home for a simple rate as low as $19.99 a month. For real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happens. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For as low as $19.99 a month with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. 800-218-9520. Call now. That's 800-218-9520. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the term lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. Sample rate cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? 
Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813. 800-215-6813. 800-215-6813. This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. You have no idea. I've got an idea. I got an idea. I got an idea. What's the big idea? Do you have an idea for a new product or a phone app? Well, now is the time to make your idea a priority. Get it off the ground fast and call Davison. We have over 25 years experience helping big idea thinkers like you turn your ideas into products and apps that are found in retail stores and online. It's simple to get started. Call now and ask for our free big idea starter guide we'll show you how to get started and protect your idea and show you the steps to get your killer idea in front of a corporation that can help you grow your dream dream big and be big call davidson now for your free big idea starter guide davidson charges fees for services 800-213-9257 Back to the Uncooperative Radio Show, hour half of three. I'll push the button. This is Jeff Carlisi from the band 38 Special. On behalf of all my conservative rocker friends, I'd like to thank the brave members of our fine armed forces for putting their lives on the line every day to protect our liberty. Thank you. Okay, thank you, Jeff Carlisi of 38 Special. Uh, Yes, we have permission to play it. From Red State. Right. It was made for Red State. You know, I know you think you're helping, but you turned me down way too much. I haven't touched it. Uh, When you touched it before, I just started looking at it now. Yeah, No, that's that's thin. I'm going to say it again. It's too low. Ah. been like that the whole show and you said it was fine. Susan, you just moved it. I know, wrong I know, direction. I know. I know it hasn't been that the whole show. You turned it down. There. That's you know, it's ugh, it's all or nothing with you. Nothing with you is in between. It's on or off. Honey, if I put it back Just up, leave it. Don't touch wet. anything ever again. It'll just leave wet. it alone. Just leave it alone. I'll do take care of it myself. I'll do your job too. Don't worry about it. Just stop messing with it. Okay, because we're going to do our military heroes from military.com. It's well known that the United States has detailed plan for deploying military force in response to North Korean aggression, if such action is required. Though, 
few details have been made known. Man, horrible grammar. It makes it hard to read when they don't put the punctuation in the right parts. Yeah, and he does a cold show, ladies and gentlemen, so he never knows what he's going to read, even though he sends me stuff as well. This is is a little pet peeve of his, and it's really going to make his head explode. Let's start a new sentence with but. Because obviously this author's a butthead. The commandant of the Coast Guard offered a small peek behind the curtain this week saying the Coast Guard had a specific part to play. We are written into the campaign plans for North Korea, Admiral Paul Zakunst said this week in an interview with Military.com at, no, no punctuation at all, at the Coast Guard's Washington, D.C. headquarters. Oh, they found some punctuation now at the end so they're going to use the coast guard for a foreign war so i've got a force identified if called upon it must be ready to carry out that mission as well the coast guard's not supposed to be used overseas the state guard is not no it's not supposed to be called the national guard it was nationalized by legislation not by amending the constitution therefore it doesn't exist uh, the state guard's supposed to stay here they're not supposed to be used for foreign wars and we're only we're not even supposed to have a standing army the Navy's supposed to get the job done. Coast Guard should be going nowhere. State Guard should be going nowhere. Even if you call them the National Guard, they're, they're guarding the nation, right? Why are they overseas fighting a foreign war? They're not supposed to be. Unconstitutional means illegal, ladies and gentlemen. That's just a fact. Oh, let's see. North Korea's aggressive missile testing this year included unprecedented tests with intercontinental ballistic missiles, also known as ICBMs, has caused global consternation. President Donald Trump and other U.S. leaders have said repeatedly that all options are on the table when it comes to defending against a North Korean threat. Although... Officials have stressed they continue to lean on traditional tools such as sanctions and diplomacy with China, North Korea's sole ally. No, diplomacy with China is new. Nobody's ever got China to do anything against North Korea until Trump. So it is not traditional tools. Nobody has ever got China to do squat. Excuse me. Reuters reported earlier this year that the United States was also quietly pursuing direct diplomacy with North Korea. However, military contingency plans regarding North Korea date back decades. The United States and South Korea collaborated in 2008 to develop Opland 5029 a document that laid out military plan of action in the event that the North Korean regime collapse due to a coup, revolution, or external factors such as a national disaster. Predating that is Opland 5027, another joint plan dating to the 1970s that plots a course of action in case of North Korean invasion. Most recent is Opland 5015, developed in 2015, which reportedly sketches out, among other things, the possibility of a preemptive strike on North Korea. 
All military contingent plans regarding North Korea are classified. And Zukunft said he could provide few details about the Coast Guard's prospective role in a North Korean campaign. Most plans are written to ask for everything, and we've got a lot more going on in the world than just the Democrat Republic, People's Republic of Korea right now, he said. But we've got ships, planes, port security units that are written into these campaign plans. The revelation highlights the comprehensive nature of military planning regarding North Korea. The Coast Guard, while a military service, falls under the Department of Homeland Security. It used to fall under the Department of Transportation. While the service has played a role in major combat efforts, including the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, its primary missions focus on non-combat operations, including drug interdiction and maritime law enforcement. It has been early on the scene in a combat situation in a combat mission in the past. Really, I didn't know about that. However, in January 2003, the Coast Guard sent eight cutters to the Persian Gulf to provide port and waterway security ahead of the Iraq invasion. Again, they're supposed to be guarding our country in our waters, not over fighting foreign wars. Zukunft said the Coast Guard stood ready, although a North Korean mission would require the service to sideline some other efforts. They're already doing current day missions, he said, of the elements identified for the action. I have no force in garrison. We will have to stop doing something else if we have a much bigger away game in support of a military campaign. Well, again, they should have stayed on the Department of Transportation where they were safe. On the Department of Homeland Security, you would think it would be on Homeland Security, not foreign security. So again, why are they sending things, troops, guard troops, Coast Guard troops that are supposed to stay here and guard our country? Why are we using them to invade other countries and fight foreign conflicts? It's not their job. It's not in their mission statement. And it's ridiculous. From the stream, no, I don't give a crap about drug interdiction. U.S. Army Staff Sergeant David Brabander was killed in a vehicle accident in Afghanistan's eastern Nangarhar province earlier this week. He has just twenty. He was just twenty-four years old. Just yesterday, we were reminded of the constant danger our United States coalition and Afghan partners are in every day here in Afghanistan, U.S. Air Force Brigadier General Lance Bunch said in a statement on Tuesday. We send our most heartfelt condolences to his family. In an excellent piece by Anchorage Daily News reporter Lisa Demmer, we learned that Staff Sergeant Brabander really believed in the cause, no, that he was fighting for, according to his sister, Brittany Hunnings, a fallen soldier grieving sibling, also related message to the world from her brother, we are a people. 
It's impossible to imagine the pain that Brittany and her family will experience over the holidays and beyond. Just last week, a Gold Star mother who lost her son in Afghanistan gave me a window into how war can permanently change an American life. People keep telling me that I should feel proud, she said, but all I feel is pain. For 865 weeks since the invasion of Afghanistan, our nation's military community has shouldered the excruciating burdens of war. While the struggle in Afghanistan has been constant, thousands of U.S. troops will also spend Christmas in hotspots like Iraq, Syria, Yemen, Niger, and the volatile Korean Peninsula. And I'm willing to bet President Trump plans to visit them. Instead of enjoying Christmas Eve with carefree anticipation, as many of us do, imagine being worried about receiving a dreadful knock on the door. It happened to Nikki Altman, who lost her husband, U.S. Army Staff Sergeant Joseph Altman, six years ago on Christmas Day. Every day is a constant reminder of what I had, what I was going to have, and what is no more, the young Gold Star Widow told me. The purpose of this column is not to make you feel guilty about rejoicing over the holidays with your family. It is to remind all Americans, many of whom are increasingly distracted by smartphones, celebrity gossip, and political bickering, that thousands of miles away and largely out of the limelight, our freedom is being defended. Yeah, but see that what you call political bickering, I call political necessity to get our republic back. And... More, and, and in the same way, stop having this constant projection of power all over the world. It's not our job. It's not in the Constitution, and it needs to end. I want, I want most of the foreign bases closed. I want all those people back here in the United States. I want this standing army to be dismantled. I want the Air Force to be transferred over to the Air National Guard and all their responsibilities here, but not abroad, as there should be no abroad. Abroad's for the Navy. The Navy has planes. The Navy has Marines. The Navy has Navy SEALs. They can project power anywhere in the world. They have Tomahawk missiles. They, They have atomic missiles. They have every weapon you can have. Build up the Navy. More fleets more time in port, you know, doing maintenance. This We have neglected the Navy, the only constitutional military we have. On the Korean Peninsula, the threat of conventional, chemical, and even nuclear war is so real that Senator Lindsey Graham... Oh, God. God. It's a, can he get a gender uh, change already? Because... He's got to be a tranny, right? I mean, he's such a girl. He's such a warmonger. And a girl. Oh, yeah. He's not a conservative, except when it comes to war. Again, he seems like a tranny to me. I'm probably insulting trannies. I'm just saying. Senator Lindsey... Idiot Graham of South Carolina recently urged thousands of U.S. military families to leave South Korea should be an unaccompanied tour. The Republican senator told CBS Face the Nation on December the 3rd. It's crazy to send spouses and children to South Korea, 
given the provocation of North Korea. You know, I don't know why he's even taking uh, credit nothing, for this. He had nothing to say about it. The no, president said, but the State, State Department said, issued the warning for them to get the hell out of that's there. That's the president. I know, that's what I'm saying. He had nothing to do with it. Oh, but he's, he's <sighs> never saw a warrior you want to support. He is a complete fool. That's finally settled into some people? In the Middle East and Africa, we don't know exactly how many U.S. troops are fighting ISIS, Al-Qaeda, and other terrorist groups. But we should know. You're a senator, you ass. How come you don't know this? These are War Department statistics. I know, it's the Defense Department. Now, I'm calling it the War Department again. It used to be the War Department before the Progs changed it to the Defense Department. And then under the auspices of the Defense Department, declared just waged a lot of war which seems like the Department of War, not the Department of Defense, right? As demonstrated by last week's bomb attack in New York, terrorists continue to target Americans. No one faces that risk more often than our brave men and women in uniform overseas. As civilians, I believe our most important wartime duty is not just saying we support our troops, but paying attention to their sacrifices and praying for their safety. Sharing patriotic Facebook memes. I know it's memes, memes, depends who you talk to. What is that? Memes. Well, okay. The way it's developed, it used to mean something different to us old fuddy duddy internet people. But the new the new uh people, they, they do memes now are their pictures about politics. And the pictures used along with the words to put forth the sentiment you want and it's called a meme and it's become and it is considered the most effective way of getting your point across on the internet this is why i don't do social media i can't stand all the changes i don't like change i don't care about memes i just don't do it i'm not an artist i'm not gonna create pictures and all those art forms i'm not an artist besides i've been using the internet before I guarantee you, probably anybody listening to me right now has been on the internet. I'm telling you, I know. Just I started when I because I started on it when I was a kid. That's when it was just Unix, all clickety clackety, no point and clicks. So yeah, I've seen quite a bit of technology grow on the internet. It's uh, pretty amazing. Then I've watched. The young people come in just suddenly out of nowhere and like screw up everything. Like if your if your tech smiley face is turned to the left, that's how it always was on the internet. But the young people have decided to turn it the other way around because they have an incessant need to be different. I don't know; it's stupid, and it screws confuses a whole lot of people. They go, "What the hell is that?" They're turning their head to the left, and it's supposed to turn to the right. And you millennials, man, you you really have messed things up. But this is even before you. Um, so feel 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 glad to know that people generations before you screwed up too. So you're not you're not alone in this. But the difference is, you have to learn and grow. Otherwise, you're just a whiny little millennial. Crying about everything. Uh, where was I? 
memes. Uh, that was it. Sharing patriotic Facebook memes on Memorial Day, July 4th, and Veterans Day is nice, but pray for our service members, veterans, and their families on a daily basis when no one is watching is even more powerful. You obviously aren't on social media at all there, Lindsay. It's kind of a, you know, it's kind of funny. That name is kind of effeminate, and he's very effeminate. Just saying. Uh, there's memes going on all year long. It's not just on patriotic days. More importantly, posts are going on all day long, not just pictures. On Christmas, we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. Well, you do, not everybody. Who made history's ultimate sacrifice for love and peace? No, you did No, if you haven't noticed, there is no peace. He didn't die for peace, you moron. He died for your sins, you fool. You're a Southern conservative, really? And a, and a Christian? I'm supposed to believe you're a Christian? You don't even understand the basics here. No. We have no peace. He didn't die for peace. That's obvious. And obviously, talking about the revelations, the end time is not going to be peaceful either. It's going to be very, 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 very opposite of peace. And yet he keeps talking and people keep giving him a microphone. I just don't understand. Uh, To me... That makes this the most fitting time of year to honor and remember the brave men and women who are willing to lay down their lives in defense of the defenseless. Every day is a good day to do that, sir. What's so special about you? What do you think? I only pay attention to my fellow veterans in Veterans Day and Memorial Day? (sighs) Well, then don't quote him. Don't. This holiday season, I will remember the. I'm not doing it. They're doing it. I would listen. I don't pay attention to this idiot at all. He's a prog- right wing progressive pain in the backside that needs to go away. And Carolina's man, you're pissing me off so bad. Keep reelecting these idiots. I'm tired of every state just because they vote R. They got to keep keeping the R's in, even though the R isn't a real R. This holiday season, I will remember the words of Staff Sergeant David Burbander. We are a people. The sooner we unite in support of our troops, veterans, and their families, the sooner our Christmas prayers for peace, including one by the Roman Catholic Archdiocese of Detroit, will be answered. There's going to be no peace in Chicago or Detroit or any other hellhole with welfare-ridden ghettos. Loving Father of the human family, as we celebrate once more the birth of Jesus, your Son, we marvel at your love for us. Give us the grace to hear more deeply and live more fully the promise of peace proclaimed by the angels that first Christmas. We lift up your loving providence, all who live in the shadow of death and violence, especially those who work for freedom, justice, and peace in Iraq and in the lands where Jesus once walked. That's uh, for me, ladies and gentlemen. Got to go. It's Young Cooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned because we'll be back tomorrow. Good night, Susan. Oh, no, you. you (laughs) Come on. Good night. Okay.